0: Hello! Welcome to Anna, Ross, and Carrie, the Shore. we don't just report on fringe science. Spirituality claims of the paranormal. No way. We take part ourselves.
1: Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you do not have to. I am Ross Blotcher.
0: I'm Carrie Poppy. And Happy New Year!
1: Yeah! Hey! 2023! It's a new year.
0: It's a new year. It's a new me.
1: And we have a tradition here at... Oh no, Ross and Carrie Limited, that we talk about the previous year when it's done and the new year when it begins.
0: Yes. Goodbye, 2022.
1: You were good while you lasted.
0: Yeah, you were okay.
1: You had your ups, you had your downs.
0: I got married in you.
1: Hey, that was an up. Yep. Kind of like every year there are ups and there are downs.
0: Whoa, deep. Yeah. Then, uh, well, interesting.
1: That's it for our show. <laughs> hey, we're recording from a new location. That's in- a big up.
0: Yeah, an echoey location. This is my new place.
1: Yeah, we'll figure that out over time. But yeah, this is Carrie's new
0: house. I got a house. It's teeny tiny. It's 770 square feet. It's
1: very
2: nice.
0: That's what we could afford in LA. But uh, yeah, no, we we love it here. We're so excited. So yeah, it's been a good 2022 for me.
1: So we're taking a little break from the arc. Don't worry, we'll be back very soon. But we've got a couple episodes. Uh, One, to bring you some exciting predictions Mm -hmm. that come from our new friend,
0: Chris Dufresne,
1: Dufresne.
0: son Uh, of Sylvia Brown.
1: Yes. So we're excited to tell you that story. And then we are going to be back. Uh, Next week, we're going to give you our 2022 in review, see how all those predictions went Mm -hmm. from our personal psychics, from psychics talking just to the world, and also looking forward to 2023 and what you can expect in addition to a reading from somebody we're very excited to tell you about.
0: Uh. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you
1: didn't sound excited there. What's going on? Oh,
0: sorry. I am excited. I am excited. I'm looking at my spreadsheet and all of the predictions this person made for me. But yes.
1: All right. So what put this in my head originally is that I was up north visiting family in Watsonville and Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about San Jose not being far away. And wait a second. That's where Sylvia Brown lived. And if you don't remember, she was a very prominent psychic. Yeah. For many years we talked about James Randi in a recent episode. He was a major foe of hers mm-hmm. and uh, she was regularly on the Montel Williams show coast to coast.
0: Mm, I've been on coast to coast. You have that in
1: common with Sylvia Brown. And I knew that she still had like an organization that she had set up and that carried on in her absence. She passed away in 2013. But yeah, her church still goes on. Nova Spiritus. Oh,
0: it's a church.
1: Yeah. And her, her business continues run by her son
0: yeah so Ross texts me and is like I'm about to go get a psychic reading from Sylvia Brown's son and I was like what the hold on so I signed up, too, because it turned out you can get them on the phone.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was hoping and I waited too long to do this. I should have tried to book as early as I could. I wanted to get an in-person reading because yeah. because he does them there in San Jose. So I kind of had this like last day before I left. And I thought, oh, ooh, I could go meet with him. This would be awesome. So I got all excited and called them. The receptionist said, oh, well, I don't know if Chris can do tomorrow. Let me let me talk to him and I'll get back to you. OK, Thanks. So she called me back like an hour later and said, oh, sorry, he can't tomorrow. So he must have been busy because, you know, it's 350 bucks mm. to meet in person with Chris Dufresne. Dufresne. Yeah. It looks like Dufresne. It's yeah. pronounced Dufresne. Okay. And the reason I know that is, well, A, in Shawshank Redemption, the main character is Andy Dufresne. Oh, okay. Spelled the same. Uh, but also, I always think of a Mitch Hedberg joke where he's talking about how you you go to a restaurant
3: and people are waiting on the wait list. You know when you go to a restaurant on the weekends it gets busy so they got to start a waiting list. Mm-hmm. They start calling out names. They say like, Dufresne, party of two. Table ready for Dufresne, party of two. Right. And if no one answers, they'll say the name again. Dufresne, party of two. But then if no one answers, they'll just go right on to the next name. Bush, party of three. Yeah, but what happened to the Dufresnes? No one seems to care. Who can eat at a time like this? People are missing. You people are selfish. The Dufranes are in someone's trunk right now with duct tape over their mouth and they're hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so whenever I see the name Dufresne, I just think dufrain
0: Yeah, he's trapped.
1: <laughs> well, Chris Dufresne is the son of... Sylvia Brown and a psychic medium in his own right. He received the gift from her that came down from her and a great uncle and a great great uncle.
0: Mm, his brother didn't get it.
1: No, uh, Paul.
0: Paul didn't get it. That's okay. right. Did this come up for you at all? Yes. Oh, interesting. So we've just heard a tiny bit about each other's <laughs> readings, and it does seem like there is overlap. Yeah,
1: we're we're both very excited to tell each other what came across in our readings. Yeah, but we also wanted to save it for the show. So yeah, yeah this is we
0: just have hints.
1: But the hints that we have gotten is like <laughs> that we covered a lot of the same material. It's
0: just interesting. And
1: we each had an hour that we were talking to Chris Dufresne. Dufresne. What can we? say about him so he was already out as a psychic during her lifetime and mm. he even wrote a book called my life with sylvia brown okay uh, which i bought but i barely got into because in the very first few pages like it was already making me do all these other web searches for other things so oh, sure. i got distracted but he's six foot six.
0: Oh whoa
1: yeah uh, that is tall and he describes himself as like a bald, hulking figure who looks like Mr. Clean. That was his um, own words.
0: okay. He told me he looks like Mr. Clean <laughs> during the reading. Okay. Is it,
1: what if we got the exact same reading? Did he
0: tell like, you he looks like Mr. Clean? Yeah.
1: Wow. That's He's got his lines.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that was
1: his line. Uh, but if you looked at just a picture of him, you'd think like, oh, like a professional wrestler or something like oh,
0: that. Oh, interesting. That would have been my thought. That. Let me pull him up again. His website is chrisrightnow.com. Oh man. Yeah, see I see this guy and I just think like owns three of his own businesses. Okay. The businesses are always going bankrupt. <laughs> he can but that's okay. That's part of his strategy. That's compatible. Okay. And he's constantly, you know, letting people go. He's constantly firing people and uh, I just see kind of a person I wouldn't sure. care for. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, but maybe not. He's got kind of a weathered face and hard features. Yeah, he just looks like he's been in some dustups. Uh, interesting. When he smiles here, I'm looking at this one photo of him. I can see his mother, Sylvia Brown, in the eyes a little bit.
0: Yes, I thought that too. But otherwise, I
1: would not guess the familial connection.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Anyways, yeah, just one of those people who you might expect to maybe have a ghost hunting show. I would believe that Mm -hmm. if he was one of the uh, ghost hunting guys. Uh, Anyways, you know, he's kind of aware of his own energy and how he comes across to people and will kind of poke at himself for it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to meet with him in person. So uh, like you said, went to chrisrightnow.com. But... There's different types of readings you can get. It's not one size fits all.
0: Right. So I'm clicking on book a reading and I see Chris on call psychic reading, mini psychic reading, half hour authentic full life psychic reading by phone, one hour authentic full life phone psychic reading, full life in person psychic reading, half hour Skype reading, one hour Skype psychic reading, gift certificate, and Chris year round for nineteen hundred dollars.
1: Yeah,
0: how wow. often do you guys to talk to him for that?
1: Seriously, can you wake him up at three in the morning, Chris? Chris, I got to talk to you right now.
0: Okay, the answer here. 12, uh, really, twelve times for an entire year.
1: Twelve times for an entire year. Wait, let's divide. So it's still that. like
0: hundred and fifty-ish bucks, right? Eighteen
1: ninety nine divided by twelve. That's hundred fifty eight twenty five per reading. Okay, yeah. so as a long as you dip. know you're doing it consistently. Though I'll tease this little piece of information in advance. He told me I would never need his services again.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that because you're gonna be dying this year?
1: <laughs> we'll get to why. But <laughs> okay. I just figured that would be a fun morsel to drop. Okay. Okay, so I was all ready to spend three hundred fifty dollars on the full life in person <sighs> psychic reading. I
0: had it. But
1: I thought, I love our listeners so much. (laughs) I won't send my own begotten son, but I will spend $350 on a psychic reading. Uh, Alas, that was not to be. So yeah, you were mentioning these other ones. The mini psychic reading is fifteen minutes by the phone and that's ninety-nine dollars.
0: A hundred dollars to talk to someone for fifteen minutes. That is the entry point. Oof.
1: And then a half hour was two hundred and nineteen dollars by phone. Yep. I and almost f- did that. And a full hour was two hundred ninety nine. So I At kind that of point. I fell prey to that. Like, okay, well, yeah, might as well same. go the extra eighty bucks and get go a full hour with the, the guy. Extra
0: mile. Yeah, so when I went to sign up, He must have used Squarespace because I was able to book my time right on the website. Nice. He might have not used Squarespace. But anyway, and right away I was able to book one for the very next day. So he's not totally full up. And- Yeah, I
1: had made my appointment for 12 p.m. on the 29th and you had yours at 1.30.
0: Yeah, I clicked 1.30, then the receipt said one, Uh -uh. and then he ended up calling at, let me look at my phone.
1: Yeah, so when you book the appointment, they send you an email that mentions there will be a two hour window, which means if you signed up for like I did 12 o'clock, you may get a call between 12 and 2 p.m
0: okay Kind of plumbers I missed that.
1: plumbers hours for psychics
0: got it I'll permit this then but he means it he called me at 210 wow. when the appointment was uh, allegedly at one but when I signed up there is a required. How did you hear about us? Section.
1: Oh, you can't leave that blank. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. It says, how
0: did you? How did you hear about us? And then the parentheses. It says name, please. Oh, I wow. Was like Shit. Name,
1: names.
0: So I said my friend Ross. I <laughs> didn't say last name. I was. I mean, I gave them my real last name, but uh, uh, but I was trying to tempt them away from googling us as much as possible.
1: I wonder if her friend is the guy who just signed up for a, a reading tomorrow, right before. <laughs> yeah, he is. I called, and so when I got the form back by email it had just put in sylvia as the referral (laughs) because i mentioned over the phone like oh i'm just i I think the way i said it was i've had eyes on sylvia for years Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, was just interested in talking to chris and
0: they're like we understand you see her in your mind's eye. she's around you now understood
1: yes that's exactly how that went down (laughs) so that was reminder number one about the two-hour call window but they also said to read paragraph number two which says Please keep in mind, Chris will be placing a call to you from a blocked number. If you have a block on your phone to any incoming blocked numbers, this will have to be temporarily disabled in order Mm -hmm. to receive a call from Chris though he did not call with a block number me neither we got his number
0: so when he called you yeah. did he say hey this is chris from the sylvia brown institute yeah okay same
1: and he was just 15 minutes late from my call
0: okay i thought that was interesting that his, i mean i wouldn't expect his name to be as powerful as sylvia brown's but mm-hmm. that he wasn't like hey it's chris dufresne it was like she's not gonna know who that is It's yeah. chris this from the qu- sylvia brown good
1: Institute. good point yeah. yeah you're right that seems to be his uh his way of greeting
0: yeah so you talk to him first tell me what he. I told
1: you yeah what's kind of cool is that uh even over the phone when I was booking the woman made it very clear that not only can you record the session but it's kind of expected which we he, he love urges it. yeah, yeah. Uh, because he's going to talk very fast he's going to drop a lot of stuff and you're going to want to review it later you won't be able to keep up with notes so record that call. Yep. He's like, great.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: So I did that. So as soon as he called, I said, hey, I'm going to use this tape a call thing. Hold on just a moment. Okay, we should be merged now. Can you hear me? Yep. We were off to the races. And he launched right into the reading. He gave me an option. He said, either I can just start reading you and kind of go through my normal spiel Uh, And then you can ask me more questions as they come up. Of course, anytime interrupt me.
0: But if you have a pressing question that you just got to get answered right away, let me know.
1: So far, identical conversations.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And did you have any pressing questions you just had to ask him?
1: No, I said, I know I'll have lots of questions, but go ahead. Let's get right into it. So he started right into health. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And he That's said, where
0: he likes to start, all right.
1: Okay. So he sensed that I have a low immunity. Oh. But that's okay. Okay. Which was interesting. I, I feel like almost every time he said something negative, it was usually followed with, that's okay, though. Not a big problem. Uh-huh. Here's an easy solution. Uh-huh. So for me, I'm supposed to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a protein snack.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I don't for normally immunity? eat breakfast. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. I did kind of come back later to follow up on, I'm sorry, you said immunity? Mm -hmm. Because you're right, that doesn't seem like a direct connection to me. But that's uh, already his first instruction, not so much a prediction or psychic intuition, as far as I can tell, except that somehow he knows I have low immunity. Uh, He said... Do you know that you're a perfectionist and you overanalyzed everything?
0: <laughs> well, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and
1: and so okay, I agreed to that. And okay, uh-huh. sure, yes, I do. Uh, but that does very much. Sound like a Barnum statement, like something that's kind of true for everybody or forer statement. We've talked about these on the show many times. the The idea of something that sort of applies to most people or is vaguely positive enough that they'll own it and be like, "Well, yes, I am a perfectionist." Well, thank you.
0: Yeah. Also, I think you know if you're at all tuned into people. You're going to be able to tell like, oh, this guy interrupts me with a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. They're very analytical questions. If you're paying attention at all, you're going to pick that up. Yeah.
1: So he started with that and I was the over-analyzer for the rest of the call. (laughs) And he said, I bet you can't name the last time that you were at rest in body, mind, and soul. I said, well, I have spent most of the week reading, which Uh is kind of my happy place. So Uh (laughs) uh, I guess this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe how similar this conversation is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> amazing okay hopefully we'll branch somewhere but it's also quite entertaining that we're <laughs> the same Before conversation we started
0: recording you called your mother with some questions uh-huh. was that about this reading yes okay yeah. okay
1: <laughs> amazing <laughs> so he kind of sidestepped that usually he would be right that i'd have a hard time like pointing to a recent time when i was very at rest in all respects he said, well, you need to find a hobby uh, maybe reading or something like that so that you can rebuild because you're just, you're going full bore all the time.
0: Mm.
1: Again, something most people be like, yeah, that's true. I'm so busy, busy, busy.
0: Yeah, busy. probably.
1: This was interesting. He told me that there's going to be a little bit of acid reflux this year. Oh, okay. But no big deal. Just look it up online, treat it. It'll go away. It'll come back. And actually that felt like a hit for me because a couple of years ago I did start getting acid reflux, mm. and had to take some medication. Once mm. it went away, I could stop taking the medication. It was over-the-counter stuff, but still, mm-hmm. a doctor told me that, and she was right. Mm-hmm. So it okay. um, feels like a hit. That is something I have to keep my eye on. I I can't eat too late in the day, or I will oh, uh-huh. get that. Fair. I have a little reminder now at 9 p.m. every night that just says, stop eating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh-oh, it's 8.32. Do you want something for the last 20 ah, minutes no, to snack I'm on? i about it.
1: And every now and then I cheat, but it hasn't bugged me in a long time. Okay, so then he says, what do I have to do to get you to drink enough water?
0: Oh, okay. Th-
1: did this come up for uh, you?
0: Not drink enough water Oh, now.
1: interesting. Okay, so he- But this
0: does sound like him, this like, listen, lady, what do I need to do? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, the phrasing of the questions definitely became a refrain, a Dufresne refrain.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh like it
1: he would kind of couch his reading about you in a question. Like, what do I have to do to make Mm. you blah, blah, blah? Or do you understand that you're Mm -hmm. very blah, blah, blah? Uh, Which is something I see John Edward doing a lot.
0: Ah, Uh, okay.
1: But it feels like this is one of his main kind of sparring techniques.
0: It feels like he's trying to come across as like your friend who tells it like it is. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So he said something about like me having a lot of uric acid, needing to flush that. And so I said, okay, well, how much water should I be drinking? Because I was kind of ready for that eight cups a day thing that's Oh, sure. Too much, but that's been in the public consciousness for a long time.
0: That's too much?
1: Yeah, that's more water than anyone should be actually drinking throughout the day. Oh,
0: needs. But is it too much? Like it can harm you?
1: Too much as in it's kind of a a waste of time and energy because we get a a lot of our water from other sources. But point taken, most of us need to drink more water Mm -hmm, and I am among them. So he said another thing that... I think I've heard before, it was a different metric, but you take your body weight in pounds and then half of that you drink in ounces. So
0: Mm. I'd say like... Oh, that's a lot.
1: Right. My average weight is like 154. Okay. So half of that is 77. In ounces, that's 9.625 cups of water per day.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. You'd be peeing all the time. So I started
1: drinking. I drank three cups of water before I got here. And thank you for the additional water you've provided. My pleasure. But yeah, that's a lot of water. So I looked that up and there was a, a health website advice from a doctor that was saying the better metric is just to look at your pee And if it's just lightly yellowish and non-smelly, you're doing good. Mm. If it's darker and smellier than that, drink more water. He said something about vertigo coming in. So that was...
0: Whoa, okay.
1: Yeah, that sounded like a prediction maybe for the next year that like I would have an issue with vertigo, but drinking the water would help me with that. Okay. He also said that my heart is going to flutter a bit, like I would experience heart flutter. Mm. But again, not to worry, it will come back to normal. Yeah, it was weird. He would kind of like show me something a little like concerning, but then mm-hmm. tell me at the same time, eh, don't worry about it too much.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I was looking up heart flutter and that that's a thing like an- uh,
0: Oh yeah, I've gotten it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like a irregular rhythm.
0: It feels so uncomfortable. It's so weird, but I guess I have the kind that's, it doesn't mean anything. Oh,
1: what's the sensation?
0: Oh man, it's like my heart taking a breath.
1: Ooh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's like a, there's a pause and then a- tingly it's almost like a bubbles passing through me
1: oh uh, well i'm gonna call that a prediction for 2023 that you get it see too. if it happens okay. Yeah, you know i'd probably notice it but apparently the uh, apple watch can detect that as well so
0: oh i didn't know that
1: we'll see if i get any notifications
0: oh i better wear my apple watch more okay
1: so he said i'm nitpicking your health but overall you're okay and you're gonna die of old age so mm. i'm not worried about you
0: Okay, did you ask him when?
1: No, that would have been a good follow-up question, like exactly when. Yeah, he gave me a little more info about that later, but but yeah, I'll take old age. It's better than autoerotic Young asphyxiation. Age. That yeah. was uh, what uh, Fox Mulder was told he would die of in an episode oh, of The okay. X-Files. okay,
0: <laughs> Didn't uh, the guy from uh, Kill Bill died that way, right? Really? I think so. Like Bill? Yeah, he's one of the, um, what's it called, brothers? You know, the What's It Called Brothers. Oh, the What's It Called Brothers.
1: Oh, the uh, Carradine. Yes. Okay, that actually
0: worked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I believe he passed away that way. Bummer.
1: Indeed. So he asked me before I go on, do you have any questions about your health? And I said, well, let's clarify this immunity thing. And he just sort of went through the same talking points again. So,
2: Mm.
1: okay. And I asked him if there were any physical injuries coming up. Yeah. And he said, why are you worried about physical injuries? I'm, I'm, you're a psychic. I'm just asking. I'm
0: about to jump off a cliff. Is that going to go poorly?
1: <laughs> I'm on the edge right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm not seeing it. If I saw like some sort of hang gliding accident or somebody... From the other side, referencing like some sort of spirit who had a message for you about that, I totally tell you, but nope, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Good,
0: that's your job.
1: And then he said, "I can see your blueprint chart, and you've got a healthy, long life."
0: Hmm, your blueprint. Yeah, we
1: should have got. I sh- did you ask him for exact years on your death? I did. Oh, I should have asked for that so we could uh, have a little count off oh, on who dies first.
0: Well, you can pay three hundred more dollars and find out. Touche. I guess though, dying of old age. I wonder at what age they start to be like. Eh, this is old age. Mm. I feel like that's at least over eighty-five.
1: Yeah, at least uh, you know it's not cancer getting you. Yeah. it's not all these other common things. It's just your body kind of quits. So.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm just trying to guess about when that. Would Counts. normally be, yeah. I would think over 85, you start to be okay. able to die of old age. If you die at okay. 81, we're probably still like, what happened? All Tell right. us more.
1: I would say, uh, yeah, I would say in the 80s. So. Yeah. There we go. We have a definitive definition. <laughs> this was another little interesting piece of information he dropped, is that nine years of our lifetime is perceived as about 48 hours on the other side. So for people watching us from heaven, the great beyond... Uh, Our lives go very quickly for them.
0: Didn't you say Sylvia Brown died in 2013? Yep. So it's been 48 hours for her. Yeah. Okay. Two days on the other side.
1: He said so they don't have a chance to miss us, meaning it doesn't feel like, oh, I haven't Ah. seen my son for so long because, oh, I'm hearing from him constantly.
0: Okay. It's like reverse Narnia.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A weird uh, time dilation thing happening. Okay. So here's where he drops this big bomb on Okay. Here it comes. He says, here's the thing. You're a bit of an empath.
0: Oh.
1: Do you know what that means? I said,
0: yeah. Sure. You know, it's like a general. I can sense it. (laughs) I've never heard that word, but I think I do.
1: (laughs) So, you know, it's like a paranormal psychic ability to tap into the feelings of others their mm-hmm. spiritual state
0: yeah and now some people are using it just in therapy lingo as it's short for empathetic, really empathetic person yeah, yeah
1: i think he definitely meant it in the paranormal sense which will become clear because he says yeah you have a bit of a psychic sense oh okay so this is what i want you to do sing your own music in a room
0: uh-huh i'm following yeah okay <laughs> what
1: yeah so i get in a room and And I sing some music that I like to the point where I'm getting to an alpha state right before I fall asleep.
0: Wait, okay. He said your music. So, not music you've made, but music you like? Yeah, or did he say?
1: That's the impression I got. And as an empath, I think I got that (laughs) right.
0: right. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I have to. The 2022 predictions have gone (laughs) to Raza's (laughs) head.
1: I, do, I don't think I have to like compose and write lyrics for my own music. Right? Okay, I just,
0: take sing your own music to mean like stand in a room and like whatever comes to you. Be like, my name's Gary and I love a lizard <laughs> named Greg. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: That sounds pretty entertaining. You know? Sure, of <laughs> like course. That. Uh, we the, all do it. All right. The way I took it was uh, sing music that I like in a room and then right before I'm going to fall asleep, make sure that I have a question in my mind. Okay. And then I will get an answer, whether it's right or wrong. But it's going to be right because I have this ability. Yeah, very strange set of instructions. (laughs) Just picturing
0: you doing this is great. Okay, yeah, can you do this? Sure. Great. I'll give it a go. Desperado.
1: Maybe sometime when Kara steps out.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, yeah, good luck on this.
1: Two turntables and a microphone. (laughs) Where it's at. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a good song.
3: Uh, Love back.
1: So, so he told me to take that leap of faith and you'll never need to talk to a psychic like me again. Okay. I can get it directly from my guide.
0: You never talking to a psychic again is the worst prediction this man could give you.
1: That's true. Like, dude, this is my business. I need (laughs) (laughs) to talk to psychics. And he he said, you know, it's not not even about practicing anything. It's just about tapping into this ability that you have. So I was like, okay. But at the same time, I'm thinking, all right, you say this to everybody. Oh,
0: he didn't say it to me.
1: Okay. That was going to be one of my biggest questions that I was waiting for is whether he told you you were an empath. Okay. Well, no
0: empaths were never mentioned.
1: Okay. Because I did follow up with him about this at the very end of the call. I said, so how common is empathic ability? Oh yeah. Do most people have it? And he said, no, not everybody does. Uh, but not everybody overanalyzes like you either.
0: Oh, okay. Now that accusation I got in spades.
1: So I'm glad I asked him a follow-up question because I said, well, you you mentioned like me being more empathic than most people. Mm. Do you have kind of like a scale, like a numeric value that you would sort of rate people on their empathy? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he said, in 41 years of practicing, I probably had 10 clients who were empaths. What? And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Like you say 10, so like- those are people, he's like, people who have called me. So there's been nine before and you're the 10th. What? <laughs> so, what? <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you just what? using a different term a lot of the time? So
1: that's why I was thinking, is he going to tell Carrie the same thing?
0: He did not tell me I was an empath. He did tell me something related. Okay. Uh, he must okay. really be zeroing in on the term. But but still, congratulations. Oh, thank
1: you. I know. Wow. I am just like, forward, Like you're telling me something really big, but it feels like you just kind of delivered it in this Hoha manner he
0: does that he does that but come
1: on i'm the 10th that you've met in 41 years of being a psychic
0: he has a very um, as a client a very fun casualness Mm -hmm. about how he says everything just like i don't know that's just how it is buddy i don't know sorry
1: definitely it's like that's how the cookie crumples
0: yeah (laughs) i know this might sound bad but that's just life man
1: how would you describe his voice
0: i'm not good at that kind of thing um, let's see.
1: It's like a guy voice.
0: I mean, pretty middle, like, baritone register. Come. Not not a high or low voice. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll play clips for you.
3: What okay. can I do to get you to drink your allotted amount of water each and every day? And the reason why I need you to do this is because your uric acid level in this system is climbing. And if we drink the water, it's going to flush the uric acid system down. And that's going to prevent kidney stones and gout.
1: Yeah, it doesn't uh, stand out to me one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Warm, kind of a warm. I don't know. He, there are certain, I feel like it's mostly a male quality, or I mostly see it in men. Mm-hmm. Um, a certain quality of like, you're okay. I'm in control. Mm. Everything's fine.
1: Confident voice.
0: Yeah, confident. Yeah, confident, almost caretaking, but still like, listen, there's good and bad things to life don't Hmm. know it reminds me of a dad like a pretty well-centered dad
1: okay yeah good dad voice yeah dad vibes yeah he is a dad by the way
0: oh is he yeah there you
1: go i was i was starting to read his book he mentioned his wife and so i went online just to look up her name and be like oh are you still married Mm -hmm. uh because he's he's given relationship advice here uh, yeah, pretty much, because, yeah, she's pretty hot.
0: Oh, but okay. She, it up.
1: She's now his ex-wife.
0: Okay, so time for you to swoop in.
1: Yeah, I, she's available as far as I know. <laughs> I don't know, she might have another relationship now. She appeared in the same video with him, where he introduced her as my ex-wife, but they were getting along swimmingly, which is nice. They were there with their daughter, so clearly they've worked out a dynamic. And the daughter goes by Iya. Like she's a recording artist. She has music. Oh, cool. EYA. Okay. Listen to a little bit, kind of auto tune type stuff.
0: I can't find his hot ex wife. What's pop, her name? Hot music. See, there was also a sports writer named Chris Dufresne.
1: Gina is her name.
0: Oh, yep. Hot wife. Yep. Yep. Pretty hot wife. Yeah. Yep. And Great. pretty
1: daughter as well. Yep. Good looking family.
0: Yeah. You know, if you're Chris Dufresne's ex wife and you're listening to this, give me a call.
1: Might be I'm around. You.
0: Just <laughs> see see what's up.
1: Now, Gina won't be the right match for me for reasons that are to become very clear oh, very soon. She
0: hates empaths. <laughs> she, That'd be really funny if you started being like, "Now, my fucking ex-wife, she hates empaths. she fucking hate you. She's such a bitch.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't sense a bit of bad blood. So That's clearly they've they've worked it out. Good for them. i like in my family, the model is always if you're not with somebody, they are now your enemy.
2: Oh, right. And so I'm
1: always very impressed by adult people who can maintain their relationship and just say, oh, well, we had a great thing and now it's passed and we're still part of each other's lives and we like each other.
0: You must have been very impressed when one of my ex-boyfriends was one of my bride's people. Just say yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, that's totally. So, so evolved. <laughs> He's also gay. Gay is the day. Oh, that's long. right. Okay. I, <laughs> I curious,
1: like, just say, say yes, because I'm looking <laughs> at the ceiling trying to figure out who is this. That's What's that. That's right. Your first boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. My high
0: school boyfriend, Dustin, D- a very, wonderful person. So
1: much like the movie Saved.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Totally.
1: Which is a great movie. If you haven't seen Saved, go see Saved stop the podcast go watch that movie
0: i mean you could finish but
1: and then find out about ross's future love life okay so additional benefits of me being an empath is that i can just instantly tell if someone's a jerk or if they're a good person <laughs> within 2 minutes
0: oh my god yeah okay <laughs> no this is uh this is all reminiscent yeah? of what i heard but okay. it wasn't <laughs> called an empath but okay <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, so, you know, <laughs> Very I, need, interesting. I need to pay attention to that voice and listen to it. So he told me his little ritual as a fellow empath. Okay. Great.
0: Uh, oh, he's one. Great.
1: <laughs> that in the morning before he even lets his feet hit the ground, he always says, please God surround me in the white light of the Holy Spirit.
0: Okay. Little Christian. Okay.
1: Yeah. So this was always true with his mother as well. Mm. This will definitely come up. He says that's something we need to do as empaths to pull in the good and to leave out the bad so we don't feel drained. By the way, in case you want to know, uh, his name is Aaron. And I was like, wait, what? Whose name is Aaron? My spirit guide. Oh. His name is Aaron, like running an errand. And I said, Oh. A-A-R-O-N? Or is it like actually Aaron? A R
0: R A N.
1: Which would be amazing. No, no. A-A-R-O-N. A-A-Ron. That's my- uh, Okay. That's the name of my spirit guide. I'm glad it's not like, I don't know, Daryl.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also feels really out of nowhere, him telling you this. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just, he had already mentioned that I had a guide, and then a few sentences later, it's like, oh, by the way, his name is Aaron, just okay. so you know. Okay, gotcha. Now, okay, uh-huh. this might be more- interesting if i had been told that before by other psychics and like they all independently oh, it's told yours? me, yours yeah sorry this, i
0: thought it was chris's no
1: my personal oh, spirit guide is Aaron. Named
0: Aaron. yeah
1: hey Aaron. by okay. the way
0: okay uh congrats wow this is big
1: i know i finally learned the name of my spirit guide
0: yeah and
1: i feel like in previous readings we've been told certain things about the people who watch out for us so i said okay was well, this an angel or some other kind of entity and he's like, no, no, it's just another spirit. Like in heaven, right before you came to earth, you guys had sort of like a deal worked out like, hey, Aaron, can you keep an eye on me? And mm. he's like, help me out every now and then. So that was the he's deal. Like, yeah. We're, we're just buddies who have been through lives together before, you know, struck up a friendship somehow.
0: Okay, cool. I wonder if it's Aaron Burr.
1: Oh my goodness. I should have asked. Should Is have it an asked? Aaron that I would know? Yeah. And he said, it's fine if I just want to call him, hey, you, but you know, that's his name. <laughs>
0: it's rude you know his name
1: now <laughs> yeah Oh, well, I'll, I'll never do that to you Aaron don't yeah, worry yeah we've we're, don't worry, we're on Aaron. a first name basis now <laughs> I know your name and then he drops another bomb on me so he says so because you're ultra sensitive and this is your last life can you imagine oh excuse
2: me <laughs> exactly
1: like oh wait like I let him finish the sentence I was like my last life wait what he said, can you imagine having 32 lifetimes on Earth and then having a choice about whether to go back to Earth or not? You know, obviously you wouldn't want to. And it's like... Ooh.
0: <laughs> Back up everything.
1: So I said, um, I'm sorry, okay, so does everybody get 32 lives? And he was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You idiot. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: Everyone knows this. Like
1: Some people have 10, some people have 42.
0: Okay.
1: And he references that, like, he's on his last life too. This is like, oh, fairly common. yeah. And apparently his is uh, uh, 28. Okay. I asked him about his mom later, like, whether she was on her last life. And he said, yeah, she's not coming back. Mm. Um, But he didn't say how many lives she had had. I kind of wanted to ask him, but Mm. didn't want to get too hung up on that. Anyway, so he painted this whole scenario of like how this would play out in heaven Because, you know, some people only live 10 lives, some live, I asked him, like, what's the highest he's ever seen? He's like, into the 60s. But at that point, it's just like Groundhog Day. They're just not getting Mm -hmm. the lesson. They just keep living life after life.
0: And so was the 32 in reference to you? Yeah. You've had 32? Yeah,
1: very specifically. Like, this is my 32nd life, and it's my last one, and then I'm leaving this plane of existence. But he said, like, sometimes you can lead an existence that like counts for more so he kept using the example Hmm. of someone who was quadriplegic okay his example was me saying like no don't make me go to earth as a quadriplegic but you'll save like three to five lives essentially um
2: okay because i guess
1: you're learning more lessons that i see the implication So depending on what that person needs to learn for themselves, that will determine.
0: It seems like a big assumption on his part to know what the lords of the afterlife are going to decide about whether you move on or not. He just knows before even your death that this is your last one.
1: Well, I don't think... It's up to us or him, but he's able to tap into that
0: Mm, info. He's just the conduit.
1: So yeah, just to get a little bit into Nova Spiritus, that's the church that Sylvia Brown founded. They believe in the mother God and the father God. Mm. You know, you can commune with them. And they have this kind of Gnostic Christianity and a very uh, take it or leave it kind of thing. Take the things that apply to you mm. and reject the ones that don't, which sounds very Scientology.
0: You're very pro-business too. Well, we'll, mm. you know, we'll yeah. allow you to pay us for whatever you like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair. Yep. Yeah, good point. So I asked him, okay, so when you're done then with all the, that cycle, do you just stay in heaven after your last life? And he said, well, it depends. Uh, There's lots of things going on in other dimensions. So most people there in heaven are 25 to 30 years old.
0: Okay. I'm not sure what that means.
1: Meaning like, let's say say you died of old age like me, like I will. Then you go to heaven and you appear as 25 to 30 years old. That seemed to be what he was saying there. There's no illness and just none of this bullshit that we experience here on
0: earth. Great. Okay.
1: Oh, by the way, he did let me know that there are no negative energies around me. That's good to know.
0: Great, so didn't need
1: to work on that.
0: Aaron's cool.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a little too easy for Aaron, clearly. So our time on Earth is like a boot camp, or we could call it hell on Earth. So mm-hmm. Nova Spiritus, I look this up later. They don't believe in like the hell of Christianity. Right. They believe that Earth can be. Like the hell experience. I see. And then heaven is heaven and everybody
0: gets in. That matches up with some things he said. He came off like kind of negative to me about some of his theology and his, mm. his bigger beliefs. Oh,
1: negative. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to hear that. Okay. So he talked about his mom leaving, you know, when she died and- said that actually I ended up getting to converse with her more after she died. Because I asked like, are yep. you actively in conversation? He said she was so busy during life and uh, now he can just, you know, she's just a yell away. He can easily converse with her and she's more a part of his life.
0: She wrote like 16, 17 books while she was alive, he, I he, think he said. He
1: said 67. Oh, maybe
0: it was 67. Yeah. Okay.
1: And he's written eight.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah. But he let me know he's got a ninth book coming out in October and it made it sound like there's a film project about her and a documentary. He made hmm. it. He made it sound like two separate okay films, essentially. Something oh, like a book of her unreleased work, and all of this is hitting in October.
2: Okay,
0: so, so
1: my prediction for twenty twenty three is that there's <laughs> going to be a lot of new Sylvia Brown material.
0: Mm, okay.
1: <laughs> so, so he misses like hearing her laughter. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm thinking of her, you know, like Sylvia Brown was known for having just a kind of raspy yeah. voice from her constant smoking, you know, but I guess he, you enjoy the sound of your mom's laughter. Sure. He said that uh, like she would always win arguments, but one way he could get her was to threaten that he would take her back for an additional lifetime <laughs> and uh, that she would say, OK, well, let's change the subject then and then he told me that we just we take this whole life thing too seriously this is again just like the boot camp so don't worry the real deal is coming later and then there was sort of an awkward silence and so uh, i was trying to rack my brain like okay well, what question do i have for him now so he broke the silence by saying why haven't you gone into business for yourself may i ask and so I'm oh interesting so I'm thinking in my head like well does the podcast count as being in business for myself Mm. kind of Mm -hmm. but I also still you know work for Disney doing work work Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I haven't said anything he says well the reason I'm asking you is because I can see you're a leader not a follower another Mm. like Barnum statement I think most people would be like yeah that's true though I've met people who would say like "Eh, I'm more of a follower Mm -hmm. but he said that when people tell me what to do it pisses me off And that I'm just like his mom in that respect. Mm. Okay. And so I say, okay, well, what does that look like me working for myself? He said, all right, well, you're going to start with a side business. But then once it becomes financially viable, then you can do your own thing full time. Okay. And you've got a couple different things that you'll be doing in the next five years. You'll buy a house and then fix it up, get it just the way you like it. And then you'll sell it at quite a profit.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And then you'll buy another Oh, But there's also going to be like a duplex or townhome, some kind of rental thing in between. But you'll give it like a cosmetic facelift. Not you personally, like not you with a hammer. Mm. You're going to like hire people to do that. Got it. Yeah, real estate will be really good for you. Um, Okay. I didn't see that coming, but Mm -hmm. okay. Put that down in the predictions. He also told me not to do stocks or commodities because I won't do well there.
0: Oh, okay. Don't buy any stocks.
1: Yeah, I was like, not, not any? And he said, well, not unless you want to lose money, Ross. Okay. But property will only gain you money. So there we go. Money in property, not in stocks.
0: It's money in the banana stand.
1: Mm-hmm. So I said, it sounds like, you know, you're saying I should work in real estate. And he's like, yeah, though you hate anything to do with sales, which is mm. correct. Mm-hmm. So we hit another like kind of awkward pause. And he said, any questions about your mom? Mm. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. What does her health look like? Because mm. yeah, my mom's still around.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Any questions about your mom leave so much room for your mom to be living, dead, healthy, unhealthy. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: true. Good point. I gave him the indication that she's alive asked about her health. And he said, why does she worry about you so much? Uh. I said, well, I guess that's kind of a mom thing, right? And he said, well, she wants you to settle down. You know, like you want to see your kids mm. settle down with a significant other.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure your mom's worried about that.
1: <laughs> she worries about you a lot. Mm. And so I said, oh, do you see that coming to me in the next year? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I think it's going to take a little longer than that. It's going to be like 14 <laughs> months. Okay. So not far away, a little over a year. It's, it's because you're picky Mm. Uh, which Mm. isn't a bad thing because then once you find the right person, that means your odds of staying together will be better. So uh, Cara's in the background listening to all of this, (laughs) (laughs) and I know she's paying very acute attention. My wife of 22 years. So I ask him for relationship advice, and he says, well, come on, you overanalyze everything. You Mm -hmm. hang on to every word that people say this isn't helping you. You need (laughs) to make yourself easier to be approached. Like you're just, you know, Mm. you go to a place, you're focused on what you're trying to accomplish and you're not looking around. You're not opening yourself up to these opportunities. I mean,
0: yeah, I think wearing a wedding ring around is probably really (laughs) shooting (laughs) you in the foot with this.
1: (laughs) Good point. Yeah. What am I doing? Uh, and he said like, you need to be responsive. So it's not just going to be 14 months. Like if you do nothing, if someone says, Hey Ross, let's go hang out at the movies. you better better get up off the couch and do that.
0: Okay. Because
1: if you don't, you know, if you don't start for three months, then it's going to be 17 months, not Uh, 14 months. Okay. Okay. Get dating. And I know you're not a patient person. He's saying about Mm. me. Uh, so I said, okay, well, will this be someone I know or is this (laughs) going to be someone new? He said somebody new and okay. So he takes a little break from that to talk about my mom's health, but we'll come back to my significant other.
0: Yeah. To be, to
1: be right. So, uh, he said that my mom's Back is going to be bothering her a little bit. And you were with me. My mom called me back and yeah. I asked her some of these questions. So she said, actually, yes, her lower back does hurt a little bit. Not too bad, but. It's
0: common, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Not- How old's your mom?
1: That's the thing. 74.
0: Okay. Yeah. Upright ape, 74 years old. Lower back hurts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Go figure. Yeah, you've earned it. He said that her thyroid is off. So have her hormones checked. Okay. And she goes to the doctor regularly, so I asked if she'd had any issues with her thyroid, not that she knows of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this felt like a bit of a hit because he mentioned that the gum line on the bottom right-hand side of her mouth is shrinking, mm. so she should look at that. Okay, And that felt like a bit of a hit because my mom has what she's always called a Norwegian gum line. Okay, And now I've asked other people, like, is this a thing? And uh. everybody's like, no. But uh-huh. she said that, like in our family, people tend to lose you know, like gum material uh-huh. at the base of their teeth, which Never I've experienced.
2: Seen in gum line. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So that felt like a bit of a hit. Though when I asked her, she said, well, it was worse on the lower left side. Okay. But yeah, still, that felt like a hit to me. He talked about vertebra wearing in her neck. She said her neck feels fine. He mentioned that her blood pressure will jump a bit, but no big deal. Okay. She confirmed, yes, I do take uh, medications for blood pressure, and it's better now. He said that she should get checked for vitamin D and that she's not going to take enough, mm. uh, even if she you know thinks she's following doctor's instructions, she needs more vitamin D. She said she does take vitamin D3, so mm. um, there you have it. That was all the health info for my mom and my mom's responses.
0: Your mom was chuckling along to all these questions, so she she gets what this is all about.
1: Yeah, I told her we, we actually met for lunch today with my sister and family, and so she knew that I had visited the psychic, and of course, oh, okay. she thinks that's all preposterous. See, I asked about my relationship with my mom since we were talking about her, and Chris said that she's going to get more needy as she gets older, mm. um, that I've had several lives with her before. Uh, So she's been like my mom before, my aunt, an older sister, but never like a daughter, always an older relative. Okay. She gets on my nerves. That's true. (laughs) He said, uh, you're going to be moving. Any questions on the move? Well, yeah, tell me more about that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, when am I moving? He says, Why?
1: Well, not far geographically. And I guess I'll call it a duplex. Like, you've got your own front door, but it's like it's glued to another building. Okay. Okay. So that's going to come in this next year.
0: Okay. 2023.
1: Yeah, 2023 is the duplex.
0: Okay. I'm adding this to the spreadsheet.
1: And then 2024 is when you'll move into a single family home. And I said, Oh, well, that's convenient with me meeting someone in 14 months. Good thinking. And he said, well, that's right, because, you know, she's not going to want to live where you are. You're not going to want to live where she is.
0: Oh, okay. You assumed it was a girl. Okay. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think I gave any indication one way or the other on that. Mm. So then he started telling me more information about this mystery lady of of mine that I'm going to meet. Yeah. So she's in the healthcare field. Okay. She's a nurse.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that is in the healthcare field. But
1: he doesn't know which kind.
0: She so couldn't give okay. me that
1: much detail. She's not very tall. Okay. She's petite. She's got a nice figure.
0: Okay, congrats. She's
1: well-groomed. Okay, good. Beautiful teeth.
0: Oh, good. These are the details good. he gave me. She's Short, got, great teeth. She's Hot got a, bod. She's, nurse. Got,
1: she's got a nice smile. She's happy, very positive, energetic. She doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, okay. doesn't use drugs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, she's very fit, and she's about three years younger than you. Okay. She doesn't look her age, but then neither do you. And I don't know, we're talking by phone. So this is just a (laughs) blind compliment. Because at this point, I'm very sure he has not looked me up to any depth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Though I guess, hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you looked up your name, the pod would come up above like your Disney work, right? You
1: know what? I actually, as a result of this conversation, I tried like a uh, private browsing search yeah. for my own name. Uh-huh. And like my IMDB came up and some stuff about okay. Disney and LinkedIn. So it could have okay. been buried-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And you could find a picture of me easily. Mm-hmm. But if, if you looked me up, that was the level of it. Yeah. you obviously didn't know I had a wife. Mm. so he said uh, the minute i see this mystery woman i'll say oh shit that psychic guy's right <laughs> you won't tell her that because that would scare her off but six months later you'll tell her and she'll oh. she'll be very happy about that and i said well do you see any children in the future
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he said well yes what do you want to know mm. i don't know. What, what can you tell me <laughs> he's like well some people like i don't want to put my foot in my mouth some people get very mad at me like oh yeah i didn't want to know the sex of the child
2: oh and interesting I
1: was like, oh no you can tell me anything don't worry and he said, okay, well, you'll have one, and then you'll keep thinking about having another and having another. Oh. It'll be four years later, you'll have a second child. Oh. One will be a boy, one will be a girl. I don't know in which order.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you, you're you going to have a total of three then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he never, ever acknowledged the fact that I have another right. son already. Or a spouse of who's two decades.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who is actively listening and memorizing everything. <laughs> He said because later on Cara had like perfect recall of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and she was telling all my family, like, oh yeah, this guy was telling him he's gonna meet this nurse. And like she's listing off every <laughs> every facet of her competition.
0: This made-up woman that she hates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <sighs>
1: And, and they'll be healthy, those babies. And I asked, well, will I have known them in a previous lifetime? He said, oh, yeah, many lives. And you'll recognize it right away when you cut the umbilical cord. You'll be like, oh, it's you.
0: It, oh.
1: Like that we've known each other from previous lives.
0: Oh, I see, I
2: see.
1: Hopefully it's not Aaron because then what am I going to do for a spiritual guide? Good point. So we had one of those little awkward silences and he said, well, where do you want to go next? So i had been writing down a few questions. I asked, are there any spiritual practices that I should embrace or avoid? I thought that was good, like for the podcast, since we're interacting with so many forms of spirituality. And he's like, um, I don't know. We talked about relaxing. That's good. Um, you have a dormant writing ability, so you should record yourself. And, uh, and then by doing that, you'll confirm that, uh, that you should be writing. Uh, he said that my biggest hurdle is relaxing. I need to do that. Uh, and he told a little story about seeing his first ghost and telling his mom. And she said that, like, yeah, big deal. Bring me the toilet cleaner. So I was like, oh, I thought she would have been more supportive. So then he turned around. And he's like, no, no, no. She was very supportive. She was teaching me all the time. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of a dismissive there. So he mentioned that she had taught at an all-girls Catholic school, which we've mentioned on the show before. And, like, he would hang out with her all the time. And she recognized early on that he had this premonition, this gift. He mentioned that he has the half-brother
0: who who he hasn't brother I didn't realize
1: that who he hasn't talked to in 38 years
0: oh wow
1: and I was thinking whoa okay psychic that speaks of discord in the family that hasn't been resolved yeah this was his characterization he said that in the 80s his mom transferred the house into the brother's name and then he the brother in turn called the sheriff's department and they threw Sylvia out on the street um what yeah, that was his characterization huh. of, I think, what happened that she was convicted of fraud of mm. back in the 80s.
0: I see. I,
1: I think that was kind of his version of how he tells that story.
0: Huh. Yeah, yeah, I would be interested to talk to the brother.
1: Right. Yeah, me too. I
0: emailed that brother. I
1: saw that. Let's <laughs> see if we hear back. Yeah, uh, interesting. So then he said that after Sylvia Brown passed, that the whole family sued Chris because he had gotten... Everything and they'd gotten like, you know, a dollar or
0: something. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. But he doesn't feel bad about that because you know they were just adversaries and not involved in her life. So
0: Whoa, well, this is when she died. So this would have been in the last ten years. Right. Okay. We'll so they, for that lawsuit. So they wow. have not
1: uh talked in all that time. Yeah, let me know if you find anything interesting. Okay. Yeah, but he says, you know, I'm okay with all of that because I've got my own personal family, I've got the congregation, uh, all my mom's friends. So, you know, I'm good. I asked him if he ever ever tried to get her to stop smoking and he said oh yeah we had huge fights over that and i would go to her house and you could just like cut the air with the smoke and the febreze and that uh, like the whole family was smokers and that he was the only one who didn't smoke in the family Mm, mm -hmm. and she would try to quit but it would only last for like a day or something and she'd start smoking again
0: what did she die of
1: He said large heart and emphysema. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked him if he has the same ability to have prophecy because she did. What do you think of her ability to prophesize? Because we've recounted her prophecies many times on the show. Some of them are quite outlandish. Uh, She did come into the public eye recently when we had the COVID outbreak because she had predicted in 2020 there would be a respiratory Mm. illness. Okay. And she got other details wrong, but still vaguely it sounded like "Hmm, pretty good hit. Uh, anyway, so he kind of sidestepped that because he talked about all these upcoming projects and her books and everything. I said, okay, but do you also have any prophecies? And he said, well, I do know that like 85 years are left in the earth's history and then pretty much all life is going to get wiped out. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Cool, what? cool, cool. Bearing the lead a bit, are
0: Yeah, this came up with us too.
1: Okay. Uh, so he said, it's not going to be nuclear war. It's not going to be AI taking over or anything like that so we don't need to worry about any of that and what like, is it be? yeah it's like so okay so what's gonna kill us he said oh it'll be like another meteor or like us uh. colliding with another giant rock in space mm-hmm. okay <laughs> wow he's like but you and i won't be here i am thinking, like Uh-oh. but my unborn children will
0: yep yep this came up with us too okay yep
1: huh that was a big prophecy i asked him if uh we ever reincarnate as animals nope
0: Humans stay humans. Oh, interesting. But
1: animals only live one life. So, maybe. Ella,
0: did you hear that?
1: He said that was clever on their part. <laughs> but they are more aware of additional dimensions.
0: Oh, okay. And I was like,
1: really? And he's like, oh, yeah, when you see your dog just kind of staring at space and barking, that's why. Uh, They're seeing something you don't.
0: Oh, as Ella gets older and has more cognitive decline, she's seeing a lot of that stuff.
1: She's seeing more dimensions.
0: Yeah, she stares at walls a lot. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She's in my lap. She's a good girl. Dementia
1: or dimensions? Oh,
0: there you we decide. go. There we go. Kind of a nice thought, I guess.
1: I asked him if he saw anything else in the coming year, because uh, I, w- I want more 2023 predictions. Yeah. And he said, well, don't loan money to anyone. Keep it to yourself.
0: Can I have $5? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Actually, it's only December 30th. I'll ask you in two days.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I could loan it to you now, but don't ask me again. And I said, well, okay. Can I like give money to good causes? Oh, and He's Mary. like- Oh, yeah, if you want to do that, sure, that's fine.
0: You fucking (laughs) impact. But but if
1: if someone wants to, like, borrow a couple thousand dollars, don't do it. They're not going to pay it back.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: And he said, and, and, you know, you're always going to be a giving person. You're as far from selfish as as it can get. Oh, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Great, great forward statement there. Uh, Be protective of others... Stick up for what you believe in. Oh, that was because he was saying I was like a caretaker and a warrior, but he wanted to emphasize (laughs) that I don't need to join the military. I wonder how old he thought I was. Oh,
0: interesting. You don't need to join the military.
1: You know, because he had said I was a warrior.
0: Oh, right. We were warriors together in a past life, you know.
1: Oh, that's right. Turns out he had that a lot in his past life where he had died many times, like on battlefields and of mm. infections from battlefield wounds. Mm. So uh, that's why he'd had a few, few, fewer life times than I did, I think was the implication that he's been through. Oh, okay. He's been through quite a bit there. So I asked him again my question about like spirituality because he hadn't really answered that. Like, is there anything I need to avoid or embrace? And he said, well, I can't read your mind. What are you thinking about? I said, well, you know, I'm someone who experiences a lot of different. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's kind of your gig. But I said, you know, I, I experience a lot of forms of spirituality. Like I'm talking to a psychic right now. Not, yeah. Most people don't do that. And he said, well, good news. You never need to again. Aaron's got your whole chart and he can help you out. Some clients I've had for 41 years, but you, I feel like I can just hand off the baton and you can take care of yourself.
0: Interesting. It's like,
1: well, you don't want my $300 yes, again? Yeah, it's
0: like he doesn't like you. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. What's going on? So I asked him to clarify the blueprint. He says, it's just, it's what you put out. That's what I'm reading when I read you. i mm. thinking like, yeah, really well. He mentioned exit points uh, that I've had too, like moments where I've almost died. Okay. He said, you get five. And I don't know if that meant I personally get five or everybody does. Okay. But again, he's not worried about me because he knows I'll die of old age.
0: That'll be the fifth.
1: Yeah, maybe. I asked him about exercise. He said normal stuff, lifting weights, stretching, meditation. He said, don't run. Unless you're going to run like on a, like a rubber track.
0: Oh, something without impact.
1: Right. I was like, oh, it sounds like you see something going wrong with my knees. So I'm putting that down as a prediction as well for 2023 that something happens to my knees because thus far I run quite a bit and my knees have been doing pretty well and I'm going to keep going while I can. But he said, every runner I know has bad knees.
0: I got it. It's in the spreadsheet.
1: So they've got three churches. One is in Michigan. Oh, one is in uh, Campbell uh, near San Jose, where, where he's based. Uh, in fact, he told me he lives at a golf resort in San Jose. He's lived there for huh. like 27 years on this country club. And he said that uh, they constantly have to replace his windows because people will hit golf <laughs> balls through his window. And then the, the third church is in Las Vegas. But they've all been meeting online recently. Uh, I asked him what his favorite book was of his mom's. He says, well, I haven't read them all. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, 67, sure. Yeah, yeah. You can Uh,
0: still say a favorite.
1: So I pressed him on that. And he said, "Uh, I guess if you could see what I see, which I thought, maybe I've read that one. Mm. That's one of her well-known books. Okay. I was asking about like how he's felt just kind of not being under her shadow, but just sort of living in her legacy. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, yeah, well, I really enjoy like that a lot of her followers kind of continued to stay with me as a psychic. And we did like a whole radio tour, but then he got really uh, angry about this one radio show host who kept pushing him on the Amanda Barry thing. Amanda Barry is one of the people that oh. Sylvia Brown got horribly wrong.
0: Oh, like said she was dead when she was alive or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some like famous cases of this where TV psychics said someone was dead or alive, and then the opposite turned out to be true, and the family is devastated.
1: Yeah, quite a few happened with Sylvia Brown. Like some of the best known ones are Sean Hornbeck, yep. Opal Joe Jennings. Amanda was a a kidnapping victim. And in 2004, uh, Sylvia Brown told Amanda Berry's mom, she's not alive, honey.
0: Okay. And,
1: And then the mother flat out asked her, like, will I see her again? And she said something like, not in this lifetime. You'll see her in the beyond. So he like kind of latched onto that and he said, well, like technically what Sylvia told the mother was true because the mother died thinking that her daughter was dead. Then it turns out the daughter was found. But the mother had died. so it, the mother
0: didn't die of suicide. you're not saying she no killed herself. she died okay. of
1: probably other po- I, yeah, I, okay. didn't, I didn't see what she died of okay. but you gotcha. know th- the implication is
0: yeah, she technically didn't see the daughter because she was dead.
1: right but yeah. Sylvia did tell her
0: she's not she's alive, not honey. alive,
1: honey right yeah. And yeah, there's so many examples of Sylvia Brown just brazenly telling somebody your kid is alive and doing this. Like there was one girl that she had said had been abducted and then sold into sexual slavery in Japan.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: then it was later discovered that the daughter had been killed soon after she was abducted and was very near the home. You know, it's just like,
0: God. just
1: don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's God. some, there's some really cringy footage out there that you can find of her. Yeah. I
0: know I've seen it all, but I just forgot these details. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. It really, I'm just dying to know when I hear that stuff, I just want to be in her head. I really want to know, did you think this was true? Right. Did you really? I mean, and maybe, and- but then you're still responsible for comparing it to the evidence. Yeah.
1: And at that time, when the news came to light, Sylvia Brown actually did say, well, this is one time I'm really glad I was wrong. Mm -hmm. But it sounded like he was still trying to make sort of a case for her being, well, kind of right. Mm -hmm. So so he said, what we do as psychics, we're not 100% accurate. We'd be God then. We're like 85% accurate. That was the okay. number he came up with.
0: Did he feel, did it seem like he was shrugging at it like that? Like he just came up with the number? Yeah, yeah, it did Interesting. Feel like, I mean, okay.
1: he probably has his talking point. But, no,
0: I, I'm asking because it'll come up.
1: Oh, uh, that was the number he gave. Okay. So he said, yeah, I, I just get so irritated with people focusing on like the few times she was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, she was working for like 60 years. She was the number one psychic for 50 plus years. And that's why I'm really excited about these upcoming film projects, you know, that we're gonna like set the record straight. And he said, I've been like going through all of her predictions and like taking detailed notes and like then we'll present. She got four wrong, she got a hundred thousand right. And I'm thinking, well, of course, that's mm. not the ratio. Yeah. Uh, but that's how he presented it.
0: I mean, also, when you're guessing about like a child abduction vi- victim, if it's a child abducted by like a parent, Maybe you're likely to see that kid again. But children abducted by strangers, like, her odds were very good that she was right that the child was dead. Mm, mm -hmm. It was probably a statistically reasonable guess. Yeah,
1: with the Sean Hornbeck case, she told the parents that he was dead. And it turns out he emerged years later. He'd been kept under lock and key Uh in his uh, captor's house. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, just like – just. Don't. Don't
0: do that. And you know she was probably, well, I don't know if she believed it or not, but let's imagine for the second that she didn't, then she's probably telling herself, well, I'm helping them move on. And that's actually an incident where you didn't want them to move on. They
1: should keep searching and hoping. Yeah. And oftentimes these were the people who were her biggest fans, Mm -hmm. believed her. And so when she said that, that was certainty. Mm. And that was her whole deal is that she was one of the psychics who was willing to give you the the hard facts. And she would say it like that. Yeah, you know, the kid's mm. dead. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm. And there were other moments where, like, there was a woman who had lost her husband. And Sylvia said, yeah, I see him in water. She said, oh, well, he was a firefighter. He died in 9 <laughs> And so Sylvia said, oh, well, okay, maybe, oh, you know, yeah. was, they were using water to try to put out a fire. Like, she was trying to rationalize it. But you could even I see this, Montel yeah. Williams is like... That uh, was bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: there was another one where, like, the parents uh, had lost their daughter, and they said, "We just want to know what happened to her." And Sylvia said, "She was shot." And they said, "Oh well, <laughs> she was on her bed, and she just like fell over." <laughs>
0: God, Sylvia.
1: And Sylvia, again. Get more
0: information first.
1: (laughs) No. And I I feel like Chris similarly shoots from the hip, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's just been taught, you know, just say the things, put them out there, and then see what happens.
0: If it hits, it's going to be so good.
1: (laughs) Right. And just keep shooting. Something's going to hit. Uh. And then Sylvia had justified that one saying, like, well, I'm still feeling like something hit her in the chest.
0: (laughs) Great. Yeah. Are you? Great. I guess you're wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he mentioned then he has other uh, fires to put out all the time that people will pop up on YouTube or other social media and claim that they're Sylvia Brown and they'll spell it with an I instead of a Y Mm. and he'll sue them and then two more will pop up. And he says it's just this ongoing battle to try to protect her legacy. Wow. I asked him if he still has a relationship with Montel Williams and he said, yep, great guy, just as nice as he seems on TV. And uh, unfortunately now he's struggling with MS. Didn't know oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I had just a, like a moment left. So I said, any other big world events you see in 2023 coming up? And he said, no, not really. I just, I hate the president we have. and <laughs> I can't wait for Trump to come back into office.
0: Whoa. <laughs> it's
1: like, Wow. okay. I'm just kind of laughing like, oh, all right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Well,
0: I'm jumping off now. Um
1: (laughs) And he said, yeah, I thought Trump was our next president, but then I can't believe they haven't given this idiot a medical leave or something. (laughs) And he never mentioned Biden's name. He talked about Trump, but he wouldn't, Uh he wouldn't dignify Biden with a name. Boy,
0: (laughs) this is out of nowhere.
1: And I said, okay, well, there's no elections coming up in 2023, but in 2024, you feel he's going to get the nomination and become president again. He said, oh, yeah. And not that I'm for Trump or anything. No,
0: no, of course not.
1: I just, I think he'll be a good president.
0: (laughs) That's called being for Trump, but okay.
1: And I asked him, are there going to be any big outbreaks? And he said, no, I think the worst is behind us. Okay. So um, that was the 2023 predictions. That was my reading with Chris Dufresne. And he said, right at like 59 minutes and 12 seconds, he said, well, it's been great talking with you. Take care of yourself. Eat some food and drink more water. Stop overanalyzing. And he said goodbye to his 10th empath of all his readings wow. in his career.
0: And then I knew that he had just jumped off the phone with you because you told me and I'm waiting for the phone to ring and it took another 30 plus minutes.
1: Yeah, I warned you that he'd been late for me. Yeah, uh, but he wasn't
0: calling someone between us. Yeah, probably was it not. was enough time for that. He probably so.
1: needed to drink some water. Yeah,
0: that's true. Lay down, sing to, to
1: himself gently. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't get <laughs> to, to talk Explorato. to Aaron. Aaron is mine.
0: Well, maybe he does though. He saw him.
1: Aaron. Don't talk to Chris. Refrain (laughs) from talking to Defrain.
0: Oh, man.
1: Uh, By the way, there's a project that I meant to highlight last year called the Great Australian Psychic Prediction Project. Oh. uh, Put on by our good friend Richard Saunders Hmm. and many other friends of the show, Susan Gerbick, Rob Palmer... Lots of good folks in that skeptical community who looked through very rigorously years of Australian psychic predictions and whether they came to fruition or not. They developed a great rubric for it, too, like a way Mm -hmm. of judging these things using kind of the same scales that we always talk about in terms of like, well, how specific is it? Is it mm. something that would happen anyway? Mm-hmm. And and really put good numbers around that. And I was nice. very impressed with their uh, methodology. So cool.
0: What's it you, called again? Yeah,
1: the Great Australian Psychic Prediction Project.
0: Okay. Gasp. Gasp. <laughs> oh, wait. Gaps. Gep. Gep.
1: Gep. Gep. Yeah, they were definitely going for alliteration. And uh, Rob Palmer, in his article for Skeptical Inquirer, gave it the subtitle, Pondering the Published Predictions of Prominent Psychics.
0: <laughs> Cute.
1: So yeah, check that out. I was just very impressed because uh, I think that takes it to a great level of analysis.
0: Okay, cool. The Australians, do you know what service they use to build their beautiful website?
1: I don't know if I can speak for all Australians, but I bet a lot of them use Squarespace.
0: Ugh. Probably. Those Australians are so smart. It's
1: a worldwide service for the World Wide Web. You can use it anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. It's an all-in-one platform. You could
1: use it in Bulgaria mm-hmm. if you didn't die in 1996.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: That is a Thank barrier to entry. I should mention that.
0: Got to be alive.
1: Got to be alive gotta to use Squarespace. Alive. Uh, But yeah, when Ross does finally make all of these planned upgrades to OnoPodcast.com, he'll be doing that with Squarespace.
0: Because Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online.
1: And you can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, or sell anything. Your products, content you create, even your
0: time. Yeah. Time is money, baby. Whoa. So create pro-level videos effortlessly. The Squarespace Video Studio app helps you make and share engaging videos to tell your story, grow your audience, and drive sales.
1: Plus, add online booking and scheduling for your classes or sessions to your Squarespace website. We are both quite impressed by this feature.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has that little, uh, hey, I'm busy here. No, I'm not busy here. Do you want to talk to me then? Yeah. Like, it figures it out for you. Let's
1: say you're a psychic and you need to schedule people who are going to call you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be a way to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. They can see your schedule. No
1: psychic power is required.
0: You can use insights to grow your business. Not psychic insights, just website insights. Which Analytics. are-
1: yeah, which are more than a coin flip inaccuracy.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective.
1: So uh, you may have heard us sing the praises of this before, but I'll just say it again. One thing I really like is how much they believe in their own product that you can go there, start setting up your website, building it, using the tools, make sure you like the thing mm-hmm. before you commit and buy your domain name. Yeah, but you know what you should do, though? When you go there...
0: Use our code?
1: That's right. You head to squarespace.com slash no for that free trial we were just talking about. So no money has been put down just yet. But then when you're ready to launch...
0: You can use offer code oh no to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
1: Squarespace.
0: You gotta be alive.
1: Better than a coin flip. I'm Iffy the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duraldi, also the host of Maximum Film.
0: And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host
2: of Maximum Film. Every week, we hosts Huddle Up,
3: usually with an illustrious guest, and we talk about films.
0: We have film news.
3: We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like the maximum amount of
0: film talk. That's why we call it Maximum, maximum Film! film. Film.
2: <laughs> Maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. It could happen to you. You're all grown up now, a professional adult with diverse interests and hobbies. And one of those hobbies is video games. You just can't help it. They're
1: so good now. If that's you, we're here to tell you you are completely normal.
3: I'm Maddie Myers.
1: I'm Jason Schreier. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. And together we form Triple Click, a podcast about video games.
2: If you think you might be a person who likes video games, we hope you'll give Triple Click a listen.
1: Triple Click, new episodes every Thursday on Maximum Fun.
0: Okay, should I tell you about my... Conversation Please with the Please do. Dufresne. Oh,
1: I can't wait to hear how it uh, compares and contrasts.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I've entered everything into the spreadsheet to see how many predictions he made. And I, I think I was able to get him to stick to 2023 a little more than he did with you. Oh, good. Okay. So I have, I think I have like 40 predictions here. Wow. Yeah. So- No
1: 5D predictions? <laughs> no.
0: So he told me right away that he wanted to talk about my health. He gave me the same rundown of, you know, do you have any burning questions? I said, no. And then he was like, okay, then let's talk about your health. And I thought, oh, okay. And he said, you're a touch low on iron and you're a touch low on vitamin D. Wow. You gotta take vitamin D, Carrie, because you're a little prone to depression. And when you take the vitamin D, <laughs> you're gonna feel a lot better.
1: That's weird. He also linked my mom's vitamin D to depression. Right. Weird, okay. Which if you're actually low. Yeah, yeah yeah. okay if you're
0: actually low on b or d those both can be but i just wonder if he says this to women
1: oh sure that's an easy yeah iron
0: iron vitamin d yep yep
1: those are the easy go-tos
0: and i i'm thinking like yep when i get my blood taken off and they're like oh you gotta up the iron you gotta up the vitamin d
1: what i'd really love to know is how much effort does he put in before this because he didn't google us to any great extent yeah clearly does he like write notes or is he just like "Eh, i'm just so used to just shooting from the hip
0: I think all those pregnant pauses really are him thinking, and okay. I, I think he really thinks he's doing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, he said that I'm going to have a little bit of postnasal drip and allergies this year. Okay, seems possible. Mm-hmm. In about eighteen to twenty months, I'm going to have a little bit of lactose intolerance. <laughs> Seems unlikely, but yeah, maybe. Not and a I gotta,
1: lot of lactose in your life. Yeah,
0: don't typically eat dairy. But okay, that,
1: that's outside the 2023 frame.
0: That's 2024, yep. So I'll have to move it over. Uh, we talked about my migraines He said, "I'm going to have migraines till the day I die." I volunteered that I had them at all. Okay. Um, But I'm going to have them till the day I die. They don't. They don't mean something worse is going on. You know, no brain tumor or anything.
2: Um, Okay. But
0: it will lessen as I get more on track with my hormones as I get older. But it's still only going to help me about ten percent. I'm always going to have these. Uh, It's okay. Yeah. But he did the same. Like bad
1: news, but it's okay. It's
0: okay. You're just going to get in a room. You're going to turn the lights off. (laughs) Yeah, I know how to handle it. Okay. Um, wait,
1: wait, you don't go to a rock
0: concert? <laughs> you don't have someone banging a drum next to your head because a lady did that one time.
1: <laughs> oh, Crystal Skull episode.
0: Yeah. He kept saying that I'm young, I'm healthy, I have good genes. Which I thought was interesting. I said, like, oh, that's interesting because I actually think I'm the healthiest person in my family. I think the whole family would say that. He's like, Yeah, 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 but but how many people are you basing that on? Your genes actually go back a long way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, Chris. I know how genetics works. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's interesting. I asked him about Ella. Mm -hmm. So I didn't say that she has kidney and heart disease, which she does, but I said, you know, I have this dog, she's 15, she's the light of my life, do you see her lasting a while more? Mm. And he said, oh, 100%. Oh. Oh, yeah, she's not going anywhere soon. Uh, And I said, yeah, do you think she'll last through 2023? Yeah. And he said, oh, 100%, yeah, she's fine. Like okay, great.
2: Wow. It's okay. funny
0: though how it triggers this thing in your head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know about you, but for me, I'm like okay, Phew! right, right. A man on the phone be <laughs> she's, she's gonna, gonna be, be okay. Fine. Uh, oh my god, I've been so worried, but I don't need <laughs> to be. <laughs> no,
1: I absolutely know what you mean. Like your brain first processes the good news, feels great about, it, and then like oh, wait a minute, wait a minute,
0: you're just you don't a guy know anything about phone.
1: this, and you're an overconfident guy on the phone. <laughs>
0: yeah. That I
1: gave three hundred dollars to.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: What is but wrong with this? She's
0: gonna make it. That's a prediction now. Okay.
1: She better be. Yeah. I Chris. Think so.
0: so then, of course, he said that I had been an animal lover in all of my lifetimes. Aww. And when I die, there's going to be a zoo for me to run in the afterlife, but that'll suit, suit me just fine. And, and again, I'm just going like, oh, that's so true. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I am really in touch.
1: Statements about things we do in heaven always just strike me as so ridiculous. Yeah, like, sure. That you have a job or whatever, just yeah. like that any of the dynamics are at all relevant to life on Earth.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you really meant I will literally run a zoo, just that I like there'll be so many animals there waiting for okay, me.
1: Okay, okay. Wish fulfillment.
0: <laughs> uh, I asked him, I said, you know, I've been writing this book. He said, uh-huh. And uh, okay, sorry, this is me telling you this, Ross. So I didn't say this out loud to Chris. But one thing I've noticed when I talk to people about writing a book is people are so used to giving the advice of like, just do it, right. just do it. And I think probably that's what most people, that's the stage most people are in when they're talking about writing a book yeah. is like, like get them to actually write every single day. Right. Right. And I'm like, no, fucker. I'm writing, I'm like working on this like six hours a day. That's not the problem. Like <laughs> the problem is like, like figuring out when to move on to the next phase and be done with research, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he started being like, oh yeah, writing a book, I know. And I should have just let him go with it, but I was like, no, listen, <laughs> I am writing it. I have been doing it so much. <laughs> and then, then of course he was like, well, yeah, you know, I think you just need to be more patient with this. And, um, This isn't going to be your only book.
1: But you lost your chance to be empathic.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, I didn't actually call him fucker, but um, uh, he's like, this isn't going to be your only book. You're going to keep writing. And of course that I'm like, well, okay, good point. Yeah, that's, you're
2: Mm -hmm. right. I am very
0: talented. Um,
1: Nice move there,
0: Chris. (laughs) Yeah, you saved it. But he said, I will get into the next phase of that process in 2023. And my book will be published at the end of 2023.
1: 2024. Hey, does Great. that sound about right?
0: That feels good. Yeah. It feels good. I yeah. don't know whether it sounds true, but it feels good. Publishing
1: world is slow.
0: Yeah. But he said my second book is actually going to be more successful and that is going to cause Ooh. a re-release of the first book. Okay.
1: That's exciting.
0: Good and specific.
1: So funny like it's just naturally you hear the good stuff mm-hmm. from whatever source and immediately you're like, "Okay, okay, okay this is something okay. real."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's something to all this so then I asked him about adopting a kitten so Drew and mm. I have been talking for some time
2: Aww. about
0: adopting a kitten for Golly because Golly's our cat she's an yeah. adult we think she would like another cat but we're not sure so we're thinking a kitten that's probably a little safer mm. so I, I'm telling him all this and he's like just go and get the cat. What are you waiting for? It's oh, that's so
1: easy for him to say.
0: <laughs> and I said, well, you know, we've been moving and we're not quite settled into the new Just go and get the cat. <laughs> he said, I am going to do it. We are going to adopt this cat. We're going to do it this year. And she's going to be a girl. Okay. Yep. Prediction. Yep.
1: Prediction. And- <laughs> Prediction.
0: And Golly and the kitten are going to get along well. After a couple of days, the first two days will be a little sketchier, but then... Okay,
1: safe prediction.
0: Yep. Then I asked him, what should my main goal be for 2023? Yeah. He said, stop worrying, stop analyzing.
1: Oh, that analyzing, Mm -hmm. it'll get you.
0: He talked about me analyzing a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Have fun, enjoy the writing. There's nothing that isn't going on that you're not accomplishing and getting done. You're your hardest critic. Of course, I can't knock that too much because that gets you where you want to go. So even though it's unorthodox, it's just, you know, you're hard on yourself, okay?
1: We need to recruit another member of the podcast who is just the least analytical person you'll ever meet. (laughs) He's
0: just like really (laughs) chill, no ambition.
1: (laughs) And then we'll ask him like, can you also buy a psychic reading (laughs) just to see if they call you that? And then later on, we'll be like, so how did it go? And they'll be like, yeah. Uh, We had a conversation. I don't remember. (laughs) Did you record it?
0: No. No, I didn't even write anything down. (laughs) I do think you and I just present ourselves in such a way that people pick up on it. Yeah, totally. Okay, so he said about my family and loved ones that no one is getting ready to pass anytime soon.
2: Good. So that's
0: good. He said, I'm very much of a mother hen. Anybody that comes into my life, I'm a mother hen to them. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I think that's right or wrong. Like I said, I play this role of like confidant for many people, but Mother Hen feels like a little off. Mm, Mm, I I told him that I've been doing these Harvard classes and really enjoying them. Mm -hmm. I said, do you think I should just get the graduate certificate or do you think I should do the master's program? Mm. And he said, oh, you're going to do the master's program (laughs) because like you're too, what do you say? You're too ambitious not to or something like that. You're too stubborn. You're too stubborn not to. So true. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then I told him that I'm a huge Dick Van Dyke fan. I'm a huge Bob Newhart fan. They're both really old. Do <laughs> I get to keep them both during 2023?
1: Good, I'm glad. I texted you saying like, please ask some uh, celebrity death yeah. questions. And I, I was like,
0: not. I know the two. No Good problem. job, good job. So he's like, oh, I used to watch those shows too. I'm right there with you. They will both survive 2023. Okay. But at least one of them is going to die in 2024. And once one dies, the other is going to die within nine months.
1: Oh, these are very solid predictions. Yes. These he, are the kind of predictions we want. Well done, Chris.
0: He actually said that Dick Van Dyke and Bob Newhart are spiritually tied, spiritually connected. What At are
1: a- the odds? <laughs>
0: What's so funny is like these two people did not do a project together. I think he must just be thinking since I mentioned them in the same breath, they must be friends or something. Or that no. you would
1: be happy to hear that they're spiritually linked. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: Okay. Anyway. Okay. I told him that I had just bought a new house with my new husband. Did he see anything there? And he said, oh yeah, let's see. Uh Right, it looks really good. The land is good, and then he moved on to other things. And I was like, "Wait, hang on. The land is good. What does that mean?" And he said, "Oh, it's not on an Indian burial ground."
1: Oh, okay. And I said,
0: "Oh, good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um,
1: that is a good thing.
2: Does
0: that come up a lot?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, yeah. All kinds of houses are where they should not be." It's like, "Oh, okay. All right. okay." Because also, I'm thinking, like, I mean, usually that means where native americans buried their dead and i don't know it just all all smacks to me of like you know that uh exotic native trope
1: yeah Yeah, and that somehow they they get angry that you have intruded on the happy hunting grounds or something terrible like that
0: Okay, then he said, oh, yeah, okay. And then he said one of my favorite things. Okay. He said- Carrie's excited, (laughs) folks. I was talking about the house and I was like, well, it has a big backyard. So it's a tiny house with a big backyard, which is what we really wanted because we would really like to adopt more animals. Do you see us adopting any non-cat, non-dog animals?
2: Mm, mm -hmm.
0: There's a long pause and he said, there's going to be a big bird.
1: Big bird.
0: All right. And I said, oh like a turkey and he said no like did an you ever see beretta
1: Ooh, nobody saw beretta
0: <laughs> i said no what's that he said oh, it was a tv show i have okay. never heard of
1: this you sent me a clip and a, or <laughs> you sent me either. an episode i was like what is this
0: so he's like beretta there's this bird in beretta and it's sort of like that i said oh okay he starts describing this bird. Uh, it's a big white bird, and I said, "Okay, well, maybe it's a turkey. We want to adopt chickens or turkeys. Could it be a chicken or a turkey? No, it's the Beretta bird. Oh,
1: Lala, the cockatoo.
0: Yeah, so I look it up. It's a cockatoo. This like large songbird. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I've never really been interested in adopting that kind of bird. Cool. How does she come into her life? He said, Oh, it's just one of those things. You know, you meet the animal, and you're like, Oh, this animal's for me, and It's going to be the Beretta bird. You've never seen Beretta? No, I've never seen Beretta. Oh, yeah. It's going to be just like that. (laughs) He's like really caught on this image he had in his head of this like 1975 sitcom.
1: Which tells me that, yeah, the intuitions come to him. They enter his brain through Uh whatever method and then- he believes it's Sticks coming from it. whatever the source may be.
0: I really wonder since it was like a 70s sitcom, if he thought, oh, Dick Van Dyke girl, Bob Newhart girl, she's going to know this reference. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't well, she skip, skip a generation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then he told me that in February and May of 2023, I'm going to meet two true blue friends for the first time. Oh, They'll that's be, nice. Yeah, very close friends who will go to the mat for me. They're both women, and they're going to be like sisters. Okay. Yeah. That sounds nice. Then he said that long term, my life looks great. I'm really lucky. Great money, great success, great love life. Like just, he was like, you're just really lucked out here. Sweet. He said, long term, you're going to write for a magazine, have your own books, lecture a little bit. Okay. And he said, which is going to make your stomach upset, but you'll still do it. Okay. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I have IBS. And he's like, ugh. Me too. Oh, wow. So he told me that he also has terrible IBS, and whenever he has nerves when he has to go on stage, he'll start throwing up, and that his mother was the same way, and it's because she, like he and like I, very sensitive.
3: Oh.
0: And that, that led into this little exchange about his mother. Interesting. She always
3: used to say to me, Chris, if you work this way, something would be wrong with you. That's what always told me. Aw, I go, Mom, but I don't want to get on stage looking like a raccoon. She doesn't they i makeup making for, honey. Just deal with
0: it. <laughs> Do you ever hear from her?
3: All the time. I got my mom more around me now than I did when she was alive, because when she was alive, she had 67 books in publications. She was always <clears throat> writing something and traveling somewhere. Now, <clears throat> she's not more than yelling just away from me any day of the week. Okay. But when she passed, I thought, really, that would be the end of my life, because my mom was my friend and my boss and, you know, my mom. Yeah. But it actually went yeah. the complete opposite because we really are in this dimension and we walk out of this dimension and we just go right into another dimension. And really, truly, life is really no big deal. It's not even serious. People take it too serious.
0: Did your mom ever, maybe you can even ask her now, did she ever talk about this guy named James Randy? James,
3: uh, did he go by the amazing Randy or something like yeah,
0: that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did she think of yeah, him? I don't
3: think my mom got along with him too. I don't think my mom got along with him too well, though.
0: He, I I just, like, saw his, a vi- an old video of his recently where he was, like, challenging your <clears> mom <throat> to some sort of, like, million-dollar prize if she could, I don't know, Oh, yeah, but something.
3: That's, just, that's just, crazy. A psychic gets what a psychic gets. A psychic can't get what you want to get.
0: Mm. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I don't know what the, um... I don't know how that all ended up. I just saw, like, a clip of it and was curious if she ever talked about him.
3: No, it wasn't too much in her life at all. Yeah. Um, In fact, my mother would go down to fairs and things like that and sit with, let's say, a psychic that was using cards. My mom would say, darling, if you want me to put down my hard-earned money, you need to shuffle those cards a hundred times. And each card better come out exactly the same way or you're full of shit.
0: Oh, Right. Oh, good for her. Yeah, would would she... Oh, you know,
3: the, part, the, the, the card reading is, a, is more for entertainment purposes, and it's more for the person that doesn't know what to say, but they put the card over it, because there's something to talk about.
0: <clears throat> right. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
3: If I would have said to my mom, I want a tarot card read, she would have fired me before I was done with a sentence.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I never, I never really thought about the different methods there, I guess.
3: Well, I mean, just like the 900 numbers, they say this is for entertainment purposes only. That's completely different than my job. I have to be accurate in my job.
0: Yeah. Do you ever, you must sometimes see things that aren't accurate, right?
3: See things that you mean, no, I'm not 100%. My accuracy is 85% if that's what you're asking. 85,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, that's certainly yeah. a lot better the than hardest, I would.
3: The hardest thing, the hardest thing to, to do is get the timing, is the damn timing.
1: Mm. (laughs) Wow, okay, interesting. She she
3: talked
0: about Randy.
1: Yeah, so he he recognized the amazing Randy. (laughs) Yeah. I felt, you know, maybe I'm projecting this, but I felt some discomfort on his side.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Processing that. Yeah, James Randy not only had challenged her live on TV and she agreed to take the test, then later on she said something like, oh, well, I need to see the money in escrow And so he sent Mm -hmm. along proof uh, of the money, you know, from the bank. We have it in excess Mm -hmm. of a million dollars. And then she insisted on the escrow thing. And so he said, for you, I'll do it. And she then found, like, another excuse or begged off of Mm -hmm. the challenge. Like, said on some public forum that, like, she had never actually received the challenge uh, Mm. or, or any, like, offer from Randy or any proof That's of the official. money or whatever. So he, like he sent it by verified mail and <laughs> she she rejected it and he had like record of the rejection. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so she just did everything it she could like to Randy. squirm out of that confrontation there you go john edwards excuse was that he didn't want to be tested by anyone who had an adjective as a first name
0: oh yes i remember that yeah great okay so then he told me when i'll die
1: oh okay yeah yeah good info
0: i forget why this came up i was asking him something different and he said are you asking me when you'll die and i said "Uh, i wasn't but now i (laughs) now i want to know yeah when will i die when Um, will i die And he said, well, I can't tell you exactly. That's between you and God. But I can get within five years. Okay. That's apparently not between me and God. So I said, yeah, okay. And he said, (laughs) between age 87 and 91.
1: Hey, okay. Nice and
0: specific.
1: That's four year range.
0: Well, 87. Well,
1: 87. Inclusive. Okay, fine.
0: And then we moved on to reading, just the concept of reading. Yeah. Um,
1: reading books or reading humans? Uh,
0: reading books. So like you, he said, how do I get you to relax more? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Why
0: are you so analytical? What do you do to relax? And I said, <laughs> well, I love to read. And oh. this guy must have just been thinking, I just had this Who conversation. Are these people? <laughs> I said, I love to read, but he... He had specifically asked what I do to, like, amp my brain down or something mm-hmm. like that. So I said, that is my brain still going? Are you looking for something else? And he said, well, hon, this means that you need to read more during the day.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Reset so
0: you during the day by
1: reading. Leave time later to actually rest. In
0: the evening you should be doing okay. something different. He didn't okay. give me any good ideas of what's supposed to replace it but I'm not so much reading in the evening.
1: I've been reading like a madman trying to yeah. boost my numbers for oh, the year.
0: for the end of the year yeah. Yep.
1: I just finished book number 50 this morning.
0: Damn.
1: I'm, I'm getting there. I'm almost there.
0: Yeah my my reading count is feels very insincere now because I've done so many I've, I've read so many research books. Right. I'm like did I actually read A hundred percent of that. You're right. I got what
1: I needed out of it. Yeah. 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 So
0: I don't even know what mine is right now.
1: It's just like listening to podcasts while you make podcasts. It's hard to do.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. Then he said that I look 25.
1: Hey, hey. (laughs) sight unseen.
0: And he um, said... I had mentioned I was turning 40 this year. And he said, but you don't look it. And everybody knows it. You look like you're 25. That's so and-
1: interesting. He commented on both our looks because <laughs> I guess he can tell that through the phone. No,
0: And I I kind of laughed. And he was like, I'm not just like, I forget how he said it, but something like, I'm not just blowing smoke up your, your ass. Okay. Like, I I mean it. And I'm thinking like, I, okay, fine. But you still can't see me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Even if you mean it.
1: What is that supposed to mean to me coming yeah. from you?
0: Very strange. And then I also asked him about Drew. So we were running out of time and I really didn't have more questions because he's he's actually quite quick in his responses. Mm-hmm. And
1: right, like, I ran you, out. You ask him a question and he answers it like just in... Two sentences very rapidly. It's, great. it's like, oh, I thought this was going to be five minutes of conversation answering this question. Right. Uh, That's uh, what we're used in. Awkward silence. Yeah. yeah. What do we do?
0: In that way, it's great. But I said, well, you know, my husband has cerebral palsy, Sad since he was a kid. He always worries about what his aging process is going to look like. Mm. Does his CP get any worse? It's not a progressive illness, but like Mm -hmm. you know, your your his aging could uh, exacerbate the symptoms. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, I said, but you know, he's been he's been pretty lucky so far. But what do you see? And he was like, Oh, you know, I mean, like it'll get a little bit worse the way anybody's aging gets worse. But like he's actually very lucky. Everybody loves him. He's you know such Mm. a positive guy. I know it's gonna be fine. And again, I'm like, Oh, you're good. So true. Feel better.
1: I would want to see a negative reading from this guy. Like, is there anyone he talks to that he's like, Ooh, yeah, it's going to be a bad year? Yikes. Yeah,
0: yeah, true. I think maybe we're just too uptone. Like, you heard us. He's like, these people are fine. Oh,
1: yeah. Maybe we needed to, like, somber it up hey, a bit. Chris. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. oh You called. Okay. I'm glad you
0: finally called because I've been sitting here stewing. Oh,
1: dear.
0: And then about Drew, I also said, well, he started a production company the last couple of years. Uh, do you see them making any major movies? and oh. he said yeah but not for a while but i said oh that makes sense how long do you think it'll be three years
1: hey okay <laughs> it's
0: awfully soon. one for the books <laughs> yeah yeah
1: Drew Spears productions major film in the next three years
0: major film and then i asked him if he can see in the next election cycle okay and uh he said oh yeah yeah, yeah i can um You know, Trump's the next president, if that's what you're asking.
1: Wow. Okay. It's like,
0: oh, yeah, that's um, that's what I'm asking.
1: Chris's lips to your ears.
0: Yeah. And then immediately, just like you, started talking about how he thinks Biden is terrible. Do you
1: remember? Did he actually say Biden's name?
0: He did, but only because I said, I assume you're talking about Joe Biden. Okay. And then he also told me how humanity will end. Well, look
3: at it this way. When Trump Trump gets back in the office and he becomes a president, yeah. The country's going to do very, very well. Yeah. So there's not going to be a nuclear war. There won't be germ warfare. There's not going to be AIs, cleanliness in human camps. You know, there's not, you know, no know, nothing, nothing crazy like that. So, I mean, eventually, eventually down the road, many years, we may not be able to eat out of our oceans. We may have to have farm-made, you know, seafood fish. Okay. Okay. Uh... And there's probably 85 85 years left to life on this planet before there's no more life form. But what happens as we look at it, the dinosaurs were here, and they're extinct. Humans are here, Uh, and will be extinct, and the world finds a way to have life again.
0: Oh, 85 years? You think humanity will end in the next 85 years?
3: Well, it's my mother's prediction. I disagree with her, yes.
0: Um, I, I had no idea. Okay, 80...
3: And it, it before, and it started up before, so it's kind of detailed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, then probably people should stop having kids, right? So they don't have to live through the apocalypse.
3: Well, I mean, what's the big deal? You see a flash, and everyone goes over to heaven, and the tunnel's a little bit crowded, so what? Big deal.
0: Oh, so you you think, the, uh, like, the rapture is going to happen in the next 85 years.
3: Well, I think a meteor is going to hit the earth and annihilate everything on it, so. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So you, it's not like um, food shortages and that kind of stuff?
3: No. A, a big rock hits this earth and, you know, pretty much destroys all life form because
0: of it. Okay. I t- uh, what what year is that supposed to happen, did she say?
3: Oh, well, no. 8, 85 or so years from now. I mean, you can count it if you wanted to. You're not going to be here, though.
0: No, no, I'm just curious. Eighty five plus twenty twenty two is twenty
3: one oh seven. Well you might as well say point, yeah, twenty one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> um twenty one oh seven. Man, yeah. I mean uh I I don't want kids, but I'm just thinking if I had kids I'd be freaking out at that.
3: Well the hardship is out of all life form, there's no nothing more vicious than a human being. I mean, animals will eat to be their young or this and that, but look
1: what we do to one another. It's
0: unbelievable. Wow. I mean, I, what a why negative did, outlook.
1: Why does he care about Biden being president if the world's going to end in 85, <laughs> 85 years? Just years. Rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's almost saying that. You know, he's like, fuck it. Who cares what happens? Because this is what happens in 85 and years. It's
1: it's so interesting to hear these recordings because so many of these things that he said to me, he said almost verbatim to you. Uh-huh. Like he has his talking points yep. and he just kind of trots them out. But just that whole, yeah, well, what's the big deal? And he said the same thing to me. There's like a big flash and then everybody's gone. Uh,
0: it's casual and everything, but it's such a toxic way to think because it's like, okay, you're not going to fight for anything if that's what you believe.
1: And it's his different version of, say, a rapture. But yeah, yeah I, I firmly believe that that belief in the rapture causes us to care less about the planet. Oh, clearly. Materially, yeah, Absolutely. because we're not invested in long-term solutions.
0: That's even how he got to this thought. We were talking about the resource depletion on the planet. He's yeah. like, don't worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus is gonna come back, now. or
1: what have you. Yeah, the meteor yeah. comes. So let's not be good stewards of the planet.
0: Yeah, things. yikes. Also, this like humans are so bad. Humans are so bad. Stuff. I I'm so sick of it. <laughs> like, I mean, we're mm, we're mm-hmm. we ca- capable of terrible terrible things for sure. Sure. But like we're also capable of like really amazing kindnesses and like. Let's I just, not
1: leave that out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. I just,
0: it, it, we know from social science that the way we motivate people is optimism. So, Knowing that humans are capable of great good and great bad, why would we focus entirely on the bad and just tank everybody's mood right, so right. no one could do anything? It's just so irresponsible.
1: It felt really strangely tacked on too, just at the end of an overall very positive reading. You know, yeah. Oh, everything looks pretty roses and sunshine in your life, and then oh, by the way, it's all ending. Yeah. And for me, like the very last thing he said was the one about Trump and my first reaction upon hanging up was i guess yeah one con man to another
0: <laughs> mm. oh you feel like uh, chris is a con man cuz i don't
1: i'm 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 asking myself that now mm. do i feel he is you know i i don't know if i have a handle around how much he believes what he's saying mm-hmm. i really don't
0: it can be such a fool's errand to figure out anyway because yeah. like very few of us are you know have such clean relationships to the truth where we're either telling the truth or lying usually there's some middle ground no matter what we're saying
1: it does weird me out though that like there's this kind of sector of spirituality where these kind of right-wing pick yourself up by your bootstrap sort of mentality has said I don't know it's, it seems like a weird mm-hmm. marriage to me. Mm-hmm. For some reason I don't expect that politically that, mm-hmm. that would align with uh, being Sylvia Brown or her son, you know, like usually it's the right wing Christians who are rejecting those sorts of people. So oh, spiritualists oh, right. and psychics. So it's just it's a weird home for them to land in. Uh,
0: it's it's so interesting. I feel like you and I are just old enough that I I at least still associate new age beliefs and stuff with the left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And now that has really changed. Like, I don't think that can even really be said anymore. Yeah. I think anybody who's even 10 years younger than me is probably like, what? Like, that's the right. The right does that. And right now that's true. It's so bizarre. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just feels uh, counterintuitive. But, uh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like he said a lot of the same things to us. Yeah. I feel like if we line these up on top of each other, we could find like a- (laughs) A little map. Yeah, a blueprint, if you will. Yeah, dozens (laughs) of like identical phrases that he just kind of said because that's his repertoire.
0: Yeah, it's like a long form improv where you just try (laughs) to basically repeat the same- Seen three times, so your audience recognizes it.
1: So now you know what you'd get if you spent $300 to talk to Chris Dufresne.
0: One more thing, though. Yes. He called you an empath. I'm not an empath. I am a healer. Healer. So he actually... Told me I have healing ability in my hands.
1: Oh. And Carrie showing me her he was hands. like,
0: I know you, you're going to want to test it. Okay, I have oh, a test for yeah, you. Okay. And this is what he told me to do. He
1: understands Carrie a little bit.
0: <laughs> I should find people. when my friends have headaches, I should do this 10 times to 10 different people.
1: I actually have a little bit of a headache right oh, now. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, let's I'm do this. To
0: put my hands on either side of your head.
1: Okay, I'm going to. Okay. So how are you? I mean, the cool temperature of your hands does feel a little refreshing right now. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. This is a strange way to record a podcast, but yeah, Carrie's got (laughs) one hand her left hand on the front of my head and the right hand on the back of my uh, head. Okay.
0: And he said that um, I'll find that the person feels a lot better, and if that happens 10 times, I'll know that it can't possibly be a coincidence.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, it does uh, It does feel nice because your hands are cool.
0: Okay, good. Human touch is nice.
1: And uh, yeah, I don't know how long you've now committed to yourself.
0: He said I could also pray. I could say a mantra.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, what's your mama mantra
1: again? Let's see. Yours was the guru, 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 okay.
0: guru. Well, you
1: think? thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say initial results. Very good.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah okay. Like it's a little better.
1: I feel like it'll it'll go back to where it was before. But sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, can't be a so, coincidence so far, if that like happens it. nine more times. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we have a lot more to get to, a lot more psychics, a lot more information about 2022 and 2023.
1: But this was a pretty fun way to kick off the year. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the opportunity. I wish I gotten to see him in person, but uh, over the phone had an interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah, what an interesting character.
1: And, uh, you know, enjoy the rest of your days. I mean, most of us probably won't be around in 85 years so
0: most of us but some of us if you're 3 and you're listening to this right now you got a shot
1: yeah so um eat drink and be merry
0: yeah <laughs> sure that's a lesson <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this show.
0: Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
1: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
0: This episode was edited by the magnanimous Ross Blotter.
1: You can support this podcast. Help us buy more psychic readings because the coffers are going to deplete.
0: Mm-hmm. And Don't you want these people having more of your money?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great pitch. So you can do that at maximumfundorg slash join. That's how you become part of the Max Fund family. And you can choose us as the beneficiary of your munificence
0: mm-hmm. and you can follow us on social media if that's your thing
1: and uh take some more iron and vitamin d
0: why not <laughs> you're probably low that's why you're so depressed
1: <laughs> and remember
3: look at me i'm six six i've got a bald head with a goatee. look like a damn mr clean commercial if i walk into a restaurant and i just got a blank stare on my face someone will come up and say, mr You look really mean and you're big. Are you mad at me? I say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just decompressing from work. I had a blank stare. I'm laughing. I'm joking. So I walk in. I'm smiling. Everybody's happy.
2: Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.